Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to episode 153 of the Motorcycle Men podcast. I am Ted here in the V Twin Cafe in the corner booth. Hey, thank you for tuning in and listening to this show, and of course, for listening to all of the Motorcycle Men episodes. If you would like to help out the show, you can go to our website at MotorcycleMen.us, and there you can click on the Donate button if you'd like to help us out with a singular PayPal donation. Otherwise, another way you can help out is to give us some feedback. Go over to iTunes and give us a rating, good, bad, or indifferent. It doesn't matter. It will take all feedback. And while you're at it, send us an email to motomenpc at gmail.com or go to our contact page on the website and send us a note there. I read all of our email, and if it's a good one, we'll comment on it during our next show. The Motorcycle Man Podcast is brought to you by Surf and Summit Motorcycle, Maine and New Hampshire's newest motorcycle rental and tour company. Surf and Summit offers Harley-Davidson Big Twins and Suzuki V-Stroms for rent at reasonable prices. Surf and Summit is happy to deliver your rental bike wherever you are staying, or you can peruse the bikes in person at Street Cycles in Falmouth, Maine. Surf and Summit also offers rental helmets, jackets, gloves, and GPS, so you'll have everything you need to enjoy great New England riding. From the beautifully rugged coast of Maine to the amazing White Mountains of New Hampshire, Surf and Summit can help you have a fantastic motorcycling vacation. For more information, please visit surfandsummitmotorcycle.com. Also, don't forget to visit your local Cycle Gear for all of your motorcycle needs from clothing to parts. Cycle Gear is your premier one-stop shopping location with 136 stores nationwide. And you're bound to find a store near you to help you find what you're looking for. You can trust in receiving great pricing and top-notch customer care. And if you're in New Jersey area, be sure to stop in to the Edison store and see Chainsaw Ginny. Or Sean, and tell them that the Motorcycle Men sent you. So go to CycleGear.com today. Finally, for the best motorcycle jeans, there is only one place you should be going, and that is Tobacco Motorwear Company. Dave and the crew over there make motorcycle riding jeans that will outperform that ratty old pair you have been wearing and most other brands available. Not only do they perform well, but they are also the best looking and the most comfortable selvage jeans you will ever wear or own. And for further protection and style, get yourself a California riding shirt. It's comfortable, safe, and it looks absolutely stunning. I wear a pair of tobacco riding jeans and the California riding shirt, and so does Chris, my co-host, each time we go ride. They feel good, they look great, and they give me that extra security when riding that I want from my gear. Tobacco Motorwear Company. Visit them at TobaccoMotorwear.com and tell Dave and the crew that the Motorcycle Men sent you, and make sure you use the coupon code MOTORCYCLEMEN when ordering. Now... One of the most spectacular regions of the Northeast can be found in the most northeastern part of the region. There are also the most remote areas of an otherwise very populated Northeast. I'm talking about Maine and New Hampshire. With spectacular oceanfront views and villages, remote forests and tall peaks, Maine and New Hampshire offer their motorcyclists one of the best destinations for the avid rider. The problem is, what if you are not riding within distance for a weekend or a long trip 
Well, the only option is to fly in, and then you'll need to rent a motorcycle. Well, my guest today has that solution to make your trip the most northeast corner of America, a motorcycle enjoyable one. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Motorcycle Men Podcast. This is episode 153, and I am here in the V-Twin Cafe. Joining me in the corner booth today, our brand new sponsor, who obviously needs some work with his business decisions, um, from Scarborough, Maine, Mr. Steve Saloy. Steve, welcome to the Motorcycle Men Podcast. Thank you, Ted. It is an honor to finally get to visit the V-Twin oh, an honor. Cafe. Well, thank you very much. Someday there will actually be a V-Twin Cafe. We can sit down and <laughs> have a cup of coffee. Uh, thank you very much for joining me. So how's the weather up in Maine? Today was perfect. It was an awesome day. It was like 80 degrees, sunshine, not too, no too much humidity. Yeah. Wow. We've, uh, we've been blessed with a pretty good riding season. Like you know, Most of the rain has been at night, so that's helpful. Oh, that's great. You know, a friend of mine once told me, I, 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 had never, I have never been to Maine, and he said to me, I asked him, uh, have you been to Maine? He goes, yes, I love uh, you know, Acadia State Park. I love that. So I said, well, great. Well, tell me about it. He goes, well, Maine has two seasons. He says, winter and the 4th of July. <laughs> I actually come from uh, far northern Maine, and, and we say it's 10 months of winter, two weeks of summer, and six weeks of bad snowmobiling. <laughs> 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 wow but okay not true not true for real <laughs> yeah i know uh so one of these days i will make it up there because i've always had a uh a desire to see the coast and of course some of those inner areas so why don't you tell us a little bit about you and your motorcycle self well uh, so my name is steve and i'm uh i love motorcycles um you know, tall ones, short ones, fat ones, skinny ones, <laughs> two wheels and a motor, and, and I just love it. Okay. Um, I I got my start. I took my first motorcycle safety class when I was 17. <clears throat> um, unfortunately, I didn't follow up with it, and uh, I kind of zigzagged around in life for a while uh, until my mid-20s, and I was an EMT, and I really I kind of went through some life changes and, and became more the person that I really wanted to be, and my interest in motorcycles was rekindled, and um, it's just <laughs> been on fire ever since. Um, yeah, I got my my first bike was a 77 Yamaha XS650, which I was looking around, and this guy that I worked with, he's like, hey, man, I'm going to North Carolina for the summer, but I've got this bike. And so if you want to ride it for the summer, you know, have at it. I was like, great. And I had to pull it out of a snowbank. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, you know, a, a friend helped me set up the carbs, and, and uh, I, that bike is still in my shed. It's in your shed? Have you ridden it yeah. since? No. Well, yeah. I rode it for several years. Right. And, uh, yeah, I've gone through several other bikes since then. The, the excesses are fun. But especially for any kind of long distance touring, there, yeah, not, but as not a, so much. As a six fifty, wasn't it a little large for your first bike? It's what I had. <laughs> it's what you had, so yeah, you yeah. take it. But well, you still, and, but and you actually, still have it though. I do. It, it's not. It's not whole at this point, unfortunately. Uh, but the first, the bike that I actually learned to ride on um, was a Rebel two fifty. Now there you that, go. Yep, I got a couple of lessons from from a, a girl I knew. And, um, yeah, that sort of 
you know, got me rolling and yeah. Wow. <laughs> Thankfully, I, I didn't kill anybody. So how many bikes have you owned? Um, two Yamaha 650s, uh, a Goldwing. I had an 85 Goldwing for a while. All right. And uh, since I get to um, ride all the rental bikes, oh, now I have do. five. <laughs> oh, you have five. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah, I have two Suzuki V-Stroms and two Harleys. I got a, a Heritage Softail and a Road King. Uh, one of the V-Stroms I got last year, so I've ridden that one the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so it's been a whole a whole new world getting <laughs> to pick like, hey, which bike do I want to take home yeah, tonight? Yeah, there you go. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Surf and Summit Motorcycles, what it's all about, the company, the size of the company, and how many thousands of employees you have. <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> all right. So Surf and Summit is a motorcycle rental and tour company, brand new. This is our first year. It's uh, born out of my desire to share my passion for motorcycling with everyone. Um, I looked around. Well, <laughs> yeah. I am the CEO. I'm the chief bike washer. I'm the head mechanic. <laughs> I'm the uh, the delivery person. <laughs> you get the idea. And the administrator. So, uh, <laughs> yes. Yep. I do the taxes. I do, yeah, um, the advertising. <laughs> but I absolutely get a ton of support, um, especially from my wife and uh, and the f- fine folks at Street Cycles, which is <clears throat> a BMW and Suzuki dealership. Where I'm also an employee. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, we're all about helping you come to Maine and have an awesome riding vacation. So, on that that note, what inspired you to uh, start this kind of business? And is there a need for that in that region, or is it just something you felt you needed to do? Well, I really wanted to get into motorcycling, into the industry. And uh, I looked around and said, what can I do that's, you know, not a lot of overhead um, just to to get me started? And I actually started off offering just guided tours (laughs) without the rentals and uh, didn't get many takers. So, of course, the obvious answer is to just dive in deeper. Right. And uh, (laughs) um, so, yeah, I I looked around and and found that there's there's only like two or three companies that offer rentals in Maine and there's uh, the selections really limited. Um, I've gotten a lot of comments like, you know, that folks have been surprised that there's nobody doing this in this area. So that I'm uh, filling a, a much needed niche. Um, the closest other places to rent, you know, from the greater Portland area where I am, um, it's at two hours. So, uh, Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. So, now, as far as it goes for the rentals, I mean, how does this work? Does somebody just call you up and make a reservation? You know, I'm coming into town. Um, I'm in Portland. Uh, help. You know. Um, first, I would recommend that you visit surfandsummitmotorcycle.com. You can check out pictures of the bikes there, which I will be updating shortly. Okay. Um, but there are some there now. And I have an availability calendar, so you can see, okay, I'm thinking of coming up, you know, Labor Day weekend. Are there bikes available? Right now there are. And um, 
And from there, you can either email me from the website or just give me a call. My phone number is right there, uh, preferably during daytime hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, and right now it's super simple. We we you know I get a, a picture of your license to make sure that you have your motorcycle endorsement, and and we're off and running. So people can make reservations right online then. Uh, not officially, that is coming, but you will actually have to interact with me to, to get a, a full reservation. No, really? <laughs> yes, yes, real human contact. That's back when they used to do that stuff back in the 70s. You actually had to call somebody to talk to somebody to make a reservation. So you're going yeah. totally old school on this. Right. It's uh, it's less expensive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so why don't you tell us about the bikes? Uh, what bikes you offer? Why did you choose those bikes? And um, tell us about it. So right now we have four, officially. Um, I mentioned the uh, the two Suzuki V-Stroms. Um, working in the, the BMW dealership, there definitely seemed to be a lot of demand for the adventure-style bike. Right. Um, well, Maine would be perfect for that. Absolutely. And and they're really great street bikes, too. Um, you know, I, I like I said, I enjoy commuting on on, <clears throat> on them when I'm they're not rented. Um, they are set up uh, with lots of different luggage options. Uh, one of them has heated grips, and uh, they're pretty customizable, you know, as far as right. what you need for storage. Um, and then... Uh, I finally got to realize my dream of Harley Davidson ownership, uh, and I was able to pick up a, a Road King and a Heritage Softail. Nice. Um, yeah. So, and you know, previously, I of course I've always wanted a Harley, but financially, uh, they just always felt just a little bit out of reach. Yeah, maybe <laughs> Especially for something. Yeah, for something that was you know together and ran. Um, <laughs> We always like bikes that are together and run, you know. Right, it's a thing. Right. I've had a, a few in between that, you know, weren't, but... Uh, it's hard to rent those. So, yes, exactly. And, you know, obviously Harley-Davidson is the singular most singular most popular brand in, in, this, in the country. Um, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. And, and it's been uh, it's been interesting... I kind of thought it might be 50-50, but the Harleys go out far more often. No and, kidding. And specifically, yeah, specifically the Heritage Softail. That's been the, you know, the Road King's a little bigger. I think it might scare a few people off. But, uh, yeah, the Heritage Softail, pretty much it comes in in the morning and goes out in the afternoon. It's it's <laughs> been wow. out. Yeah. Yeah, and, and with both the Harleys, too, um, I, I really scored well. <laughs> Can you uh, hold on a second? I have to sure. pause the. I have to pause this. Hold on a second. <laughs> no problem. Hold on. Hold on. Yep. You're home. All right, sorry about that. No All right, where did we leave off? Uh, we're talking uh, about was, the rentals. Okay, we're talking about the bikes. Um, yep. Now, yeah, and I was just about to uh, talk about a little bit more about the Harleys. And the okay, Alps. go ahead. 
All right. So, yeah, the the I really scored uh, with with the Harleys and the options. So both both bikes have you know the the saddlebags, and then the option of either the trunk or a backrest. Oh, or there either. you go. Yeah, and they both have the detachable windshield. So really, you can make it your own for when you're renting it. Um, yeah, and I offer GPSs. Oh, no kidding. Well, which uh, GPS bikes. model do you uh, offer? I have, um, well, they're both Garmin's. Okay, <laughs> of course, you know, because pretty much <laughs> yep. that's that's like the industry standard. Yeah, exactly. And I and I sprung for the motorcycle specific. You know, I didn't didn't want to mess around with that. Which one did you um, get? <laughs> I don't have it in front. Ah, uh, the three ninety five or the five ninety five. Um. They're both BMW branded, so I think it's like oh. the five. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, so yeah, okay. That's a little Maybe. different. Then, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, great. And I understand that you also rent the jackets and other items that people may need accessories. Definitely. Uh, helmets, jackets, and gloves. We have the uh, the gloves are a little more expensive because you get to keep the gloves when you're done. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, that, that's a deal. Yeah, you know, it's something, uh, helmets, it's easy, I I remove the insides and throw those right in the wash every time they're rented out. The jackets are are easier to clean, but gloves, you know, it's a little tougher to clean those, so um, I just let you keep. (laughs) So now you said that that the the Harley seems to go out more, specifically the Heritage. I own a Heritage, that's my bike. Yes, Um, sir. Now, who's who's renting these? I mean, these are just people who are just coming on a vacation to Maine, and they just want to go out. And how long are they renting these bikes for? Well, um, we got started right before Laconia, and uh, so folks coming in from out of town. One guy from Arizona, and a couple from Nova Scotia came down. They they both went over to Laconia. Um, I've been really impressed i've had people from all over the world uh renting our bikes yeah um we've the first two guys one was from england and one was from china but they were both coming through china and uh yeah nova scotia california arizona texas uh i even rented the heritage softail to a guy from new jersey just last week wasn't me (laughs) no oh that's amazing yeah. As you get all those people from all over. Uh, yeah. And it's funny because... Well, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, a lot of folks, uh, I learned doing all the research for this, that, um, you know, a, the majority of visitors to Maine are people from here who are coming back to visit friends and family. And uh, that's been the case. You know, it's a lot of... So, you know, if you're if you're from Maine or New Hampshire and, you know, you're coming back for a visit, you know, now you have the option of a bike rental while you're here. Right. All right. I get it. So what kind of support do you offer uh, people who may rent your bikes? We offer, like, it's pretty much unlimited. <laughs> oh, really? Know, okay. We we really take it, um, our reputation and your vacation very seriously. So if there was ever an issue, um, you know, I'll be right there to either swap out the bikes or, you know, if you're really far away, I might have to send you to a shop or call a local shop to, to take care of you. But, yes, we really strive to minimize disruptions. And and part of that is simply doing a ton of maintenance. You know, we, we really keep the maintenance up to date. Um, I got to give a shout out to my friend Gary. He's uh, <laughs> the other mechanic that I work with at Street Cycles. And he um, 
he did the the Harley Davidson program at right. MMI. So he's really been super helpful uh, making sure that the Harleys run properly. Okay. Now suppose somebody's taking one of your bikes out and they're up in Caribou. <laughs> and then they call you up and they said, uh, a wheel fell off. No. <laughs> no, that would be a bad thing. Uh, how? What kind of support do you offer them in that case? Uh, in that case, I think it's Plourd. Harley Davidson is up in Caribou. And uh, I'd be giving them a call and asking them to come over and, and help you out. Um, if in probably and mostly because that would be the fastest way to, to oh, take sure. care of you. Yeah, um, it's about five hours for me to get to Caribou from here. So, yeah, it you know, and if that turns out to be the best thing, like if it's a Sunday and everybody's closed, uh, I'll be coming to get you. Well, have, well, wow. Have you ha- ever had an issue where somebody took a bike out and then the bike just went down for some reason, or not crashed, but it broke down for some reason? Did you ever have something like that happen? Uh, no. Oh, 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 that's not true. <laughs> oh. I did have one small issue. Um, yeah, actually, the first guys that rented uh, actually dropped one of the V-Stroms. Ah, <laughs> so yeah. not not the bike's fault, <laughs> but they ended, they dropped it in such a way that uh, they broke the clutch lever. Ah. And so the bike was inoperable. Right. <clears throat> Luckily, and, and I think the guy felt really badly and he was a stand-up guy so he actually went out and found a clutch lever himself um i was certainly willing to do that and and had one in my hand ready to go to go help him out but uh, okay. they, they were able to get back on the road themselves which yeah now but, i yeah, had mechanical uh, okay well yeah. i had heard uh that if somebody calls you from the airport you'll go pick them up absolutely especially oh, really? if it's uh Portland International Jetport. Um, you know, if you call from Boston or New York, I, I probably won't come get you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I would think that would be probably a bad idea. I would, yes. I would think. Now, do you offer any kind of guided tours right now, or tour routes, or a guided or unguided tour maps? Yeah, that is on the that's on the agenda. Um, right now, we're looking at setting up um, self guided tours for Labor Day and Columbus Day weekend. Um, I have uh, a wonderful friend of mine uh, bought a resort recently up in Bridgeton called Highland Lakes um, and they're doing really awesome things with it and it's the perfect place to start a, a weekend in the White Mountains um, so that's what that's sort of the uh, the rough outline right now is you know you'd get a room at Highland Lakes uh, the rental bike and the pre-mapped GPS and then you could at your leisure you know take the the self-guided tours through the white mountains and then up into northwest maine up into um oh i can't think of the name of it right now of course but uh well let me see i have the main map up on my screen now northwest maine well geez uh-huh. uh yeah. eustace it's actually called height of the land and that's uh, in the Rangeley region. region. Oh, okay, I see what you're talking about. Ran- yeah. Rangeley Plantation yep. and Dallas Range Plantation. Okay, yeah. I get you. All right. There is some amazing riding and not a lot of people, which <laughs> no, which is always good. Better. Nice. Uh-huh. Wow. Now, so what's the longest ride anybody's ever taken with one of your bikes? Um, I think two guys from Texas. Uh, actually, a guy and his kid. Um, I think they did about. 500 miles in three days so you know healthy that's, nice. healthy that's, a, riding. that's a healthy ride yeah yep yeah and, and something I, I take a lot of pride in um there's no mileage limit 
right. you know, we'd appreciate you not doing a saddle sore 1000, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, that's a little hard on the bikes, but yeah, uh, we don't want you to like, Oh, I'm, I, I don't want to go too many miles. We just want you to go out and have a great time. Uh, when the guy from New Jersey, actually, he took the heritage Softail him and his wife over to the white mountains. And he mentioned, yeah, we were scraping pegs a little bit. And I was like, great. Great. That, you know, gotta, that means you were having a good time. Yeah. Got to change the pegs now. <laughs> yeah. Now, are you equipped in a situation where somebody comes to you, rents a bike, and you ask them where they're going or saying, I'm going to Prince Edward Island? Yeah, totally. Um, and actually, I put out a, a Facebook ad sort of advertising for the Cabot Trail. Um, our oh, yeah. insurance, yeah, yeah. And and <laughs> it's funny, well, a man and in, um, I think it was his wife, <laughs> but uh, they came down from Nova Scotia and they actually live not far from the Cabot Trail. So now I've got some, some inside information. Oh, there but you go. But yes, our insurance uh, covers you in Canada and... Um, yeah, I've gotten some interest, but nobody so far nobody has made that made that voyage. Right. You mentioned uh, the White Mountains several times. Now, when somebody comes to Maine and they rent a bike from you, uh, where should they go and what should they do to maximize their rental? The one tip that I, I really would suggest is um, if you're familiar with Butler Maps. Yes. If you can, they have. T- do now for this region and and i have them and i'm happy to loan them out to folks but if you if you get one beforehand and can look at the map and and sort of plan out your route i think you'll be ahead of the game um you know they really and and they're they're dead on so like they tell you all the great roads and they're not lying right (laughs) um i imagine a lot of folks would would like to come and see some of the coastal regions where there's those various uh, tide changes up and down. Mm-hmm. Where would where would be the best places to go? Bar Harbor and things like that. Bar Harbor is huge. Um, it, it's definitely you know a, a tourist destination. Cadillac Mountain there. Um, really anywhere along the coast, there's like a ton of uh, uh, like fingers. So right. you know you can take Route One up the coast, and that's nice. But it's not like you're not seeing ocean from route one right you got to really go down each of the fingers um and several of them are just really awesome uh booth bay harbor is a great one there's a road that's like right on the water and it's you know it's slow and it and just the views are spectacular uh Pemulquid point the, the lighthouse there is really nice um and i think you were talking about uh lubeck where the they have the yes the largest tide Yes. Which is uh, on the far end of Maine, but it's, you know, uh, yeah. Um, That's right there by the U.S.-Canadian border. Yeah, Campobello Island, I think, is is there, too. Yep. Uh, I haven't been there in about 20 years, but, uh, yeah, it's a great destination for sure. The West Quoty Head Lighthouse. Yes. <laughs> I, I was going to ask if you've been there, but you already told me you've never been to Maine. <laughs> never been to Maine. I, I, it's, like, it's, on, it's on the bucket list, you know. But uh, we were talking about lighthouses on our last episode. I don't know why we just went off on a complete tangent. And yes. uh, we're talking lighthouses. So. <laughs> but the yep. coastal regions, I think, for anyone who's uh, going to be going to Maine, is probably going to be one of the things that people are going to want to see the most uh, to maximize that rental from you guys. Definitely. And, um, yeah, one more. Even it's a little closer down here, south of Brunswick is um, uh, Bailey Island. Yeah, Bailey Island, and that, that's a really fun road because it comes down and you're like basically 
from one bridge onto an island onto another one onto another one so you're skipping that's like you're you're skipping stones like oh really and, uh yeah oh, that sounds cool come around a corner and there's the ocean in front of you and then you go back onto another island and then yeah it's really awesome um and they have there's something oh the giant's uh staircase it's a uh, natural rock formation that's just, yeah it's pretty amazing and where is that located <clears throat> that is on Bailey Island. That's on Bailey Island. Oh, all right. See, now the, all these cool things that people need that, that a lot of people don't know about, you got to go check out. You know, yeah, and, exactly. and off, off, you can also go and visit the bushes down in Kenny Monkport, right? <laughs> yeah, I think I've driven by there once. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and I am a huge fan of the White Mountains. Um, you know, I, I love the coast, but for me personally, I'm going to head head west every time <laughs> well from where where from where you are how long of a ride is it to the white mountains uh it's about an hour oh and that's the it ride, yeah exactly and the ride there is awesome too you know um yeah i'll give you a, a little secret don't take 302 if you're in portland and you know 302 is like the main road right and yeah everybody's on it <clears throat> you take 113 to the to the west of sebago it's it's a great road and you're in north conway really quickly and and it's it would be really easy to spend a couple of days in the white mountains nice. <clears throat> well now that you've told everybody to take 113 that has now just become the worst road you could ever ride on right now. right <laughs> right how long and this is this is this is kind of a trick question but how long is the rental season in maine <laughs> yeah, it's it's really longer than two weeks. I promise. But, uh, <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we operate uh, from May first till Halloween, so October thirty first, and really the fall season. I, I can't wait. I'm, I really hope that folks take advantage of the uh, the foliage riding. Oh, I can here. imagine the fall <laughs> colors must yeah. be absolutely amazing up there. Yeah, it's really fantastic, and we get just enough of it before Halloween to. Uh, to make it worthwhile. Okay. Now, how, now, as far as it goes for in the White Mountains, when the fall foliage season comes in, is that more spectacular than the rest of it? Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm, I'm showing my bias here a little to the White Mountains. But ah, okay. Yeah. It, it really, uh, like, I have to pull over, you know. Well, it, yeah. I've been through there, you know, in the fall a few times. And I, especially riding, like I have to pull over cause I'm going to crash cause I can't keep my eyes on the road. <laughs> you know, it's just so beautiful and so amazing. Um, one of my favorite parts is, uh, coming down through Crawford notch, which I think is three Oh two. And, um, but you just you know, told us to stay off of three Oh two. Well, <laughs> stay off three Oh two in Maine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. In, in New Hampshire. It's great. All right. Um, yeah, you come around this one particular corner, and then you're like right in the middle of two mountains, and it's uh, yeah, it's it's breathtaking, frankly. <laughs> oh, nice. But now, have you ever had anybody come to you before May or after, uh, you know, after October, and just say did they want to rent a bike? Yeah, I did oh, have okay. one guy from from Mass last fall, and I was able to make an arrangement with him. Um, and the poor, the two guys from China, they actually <clears throat> were hoping for early April, and I'm like, you do realize we just had a snowstorm, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, May 1st, even that early, it's uh, you're going to want to make sure you have proper gear. It's, it might be a little chilly, but we can also have like 60 and 70 degree weather. This and, is true. 
Have you had yeah. people coming and renting the Stroms and taking them, like doing some dual sport, a little bit off road, gravel road stuff? Uh, not yet, but you know, if you're out there listening and you want to, we're all about it. Man, you guys got plenty of that up there too. Um, it's not highly organized. You know, if you wanted to do some real off road, there's there's some of that. You know, we you know riding the power line. Yeah, <laughs> there's some, you know, uh, like dirt bike trails. But um, yeah, it's one of the things I, I saw on the Butler maps. You know, they list some like sort of mild adventure routes. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, especially close to Portland, um, not a ton. Really? Now, how far are you from Acadia? Uh, A solid three and a half hours. And that's uh, north of you? Yeah, northeast, basically. Okay. Is is there anything there that would be worth people's time? Oh, Acadia National Park is fantastic. (laughs) Really? Absolutely. Um, From what I've heard. Sadly, you have never been there. You live in Maine and you haven't been to Acadia. No, shame on you. Um, I've been to Katahdin, you know, the tallest mountain in Maine, several times. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, and I can tell you um, via some of my renters that yeah, they really enjoyed going to Bar Harbor and Acadia National Park, and uh, that it was fantastic. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, any uh, advice uh, or suggestions that you can give to people who are coming to Maine and New Hampshire and they want to ride? Uh, the biggest thing is uh, be prepared for sort of any kind of weather. Um, I'm working on acquiring some rain gear. Um, but, and, you know, just having a general plan is, is helpful to, you know, because obviously, so Maine, I think, is the 26th largest state. New Hampshire is obviously a lot smaller, but. You know, there's so many different places to go and see. Like having at least a general idea, um, you know, is pretty helpful. Especially, you know, if you're going to be visiting family, you, you know, what part of the state you're going to be going to anyway. Yeah. Um, so it's a good idea to like to be prepared of where you want to go, uh, what you want to see before you get there, so you can plot out a route of some sort. Yeah, and that's why I definitely recommend um, purchasing a Butler map before. You know, before you you get here, just so you can have a look and and really know where you want to go. Like I, I can offer suggestions for sure, but you know, everybody's different and everybody likes different kind of riding. And so, yeah, I mean, we we have it all, but, but you know, and and I can help you find it. But. Now, do you have routes set up, or can you suggest routes that are that might be a two, three, or four day in length that people could follow? Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> you, like I mentioned, you can definitely do two days easily in the White Mountains. Um, you could do a, a loop over into Vermont. Um, I have a friend that's done the around the four corners of Maine, which Maine doesn't really have four corners, but <laughs> there's no, four I, I get you, yeah. points yeah, um, that you can do, which is a really nice ride. It's If you're a, a high mileage kind of person, uh, it can be done in, I believe, three days. From from Kittery to Callis to Fort Kent, and then back over to uh, the northwest corner there. Um, a lot of riding, a lot of beautiful scenery. Yeah, I'll tell you what. It just, I guess you may, may have heard me do my uh, 50 Roads, 50 States feature where I did do Maine. Uh, I did and, that. And there are a lot of places in Maine that I think people really need to see, especially when you get up into the most northeastern point. There are some really, really interesting places up there. 
definitely. And and uh, just getting over there from like Bangor East, there's uh, don't take Route One. I think it's Route Nine. We call it the Airline for some. I think, and uh, that's a really fun road. It's, really. Um, yeah. There's no. It's there's like no stop signs the whole way. It's almost. It's it's two lane you know for the most part mm-hmm. but uh yeah no stop signs lots of curves and hills and uh, not a lot of law enforcement <laughs> <laughs> are you suggesting one could break the law on one of your motorcycles if <laughs> not on one of mine of course no of course not no but, you wouldn't have that <laughs> so where in maine does somebody go if they want to actually come to your shop and check out the bikes and rent one Yep, uh, I put them out front every morning at Street Cycles, which is 405 U.S. Route 1 in Falmouth, uh, which is the next town up from Portland. Um, yeah. All right. Not a lot of uh, roads in Falmouth, actually, so it'd be pretty easy to find, I imagine. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, Route 1. Um, yeah, so Tuesday through Saturday, you know, you can swing by, have a look. If they're in, you know, if they're not currently being rented, there you can have a have a look. Um, we also are very happy to deliver your bike. Um, we're we're tweaking the <laughs> the method a little bit here as we go. Um, so unfortunately, the single day delivery, we are going to have to ask for a little ch- a charge there. Um, but yeah, two days or more, free delivery within 25 miles of, of the Portland area. Um, if you're further away from that, well, we're happy to work with you. We don't want that to be, um, you know, something that gets in your way. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, and it just makes sense, especially if folks are flying in. Like, you don't want to rent a car just to go from the airport to the hotel, you know, and then have bikes. So, you know, we're happy, like we mentioned earlier, we could pick you up at the hotel, have your bikes there. Uh, pick you up at the airport, I mean, and have your bikes there. So you can just do a whole motorcycling vacation. Oh, that's great. Now, do you ever go out with people on their on their rides? Like somebody comes in and says, I have no idea where I'm going. And you go, I'll show you. Did you ever do any of that? <laughs> I wish I had that kind of free time. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. That would, I would definitely, like I said, I'll loan them the, the Butler map and, and right. you know, give them some ideas. Well, see, that and, would be... That would be the next step in your rental feature where you're offering guided tours now. Definitely. When this takes off so well that I can quit my day job, <laughs> I will have <laughs> lots of time to, uh, to do, you know, sell, to do the actual professionally guided tours. Excellent. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell our people who are listening how they can get in touch with Surf and Summit and learn more about what you do and get themselves a motorcycle to ride. Well, you can find us on instagram facebook and twitter um if you just search for surf and summit motorcycle you'll find us in each of those places and certainly surf and summit motorcycle.com which uh, is reasonably up to date <clears throat> or if you want to you know reach out and, and <laughs> what was that i can't remember the name of the commercial the commercial now but you know reach out and touch someone oh yeah uh, yeah <laughs> that's you going can, way well, back you're dating yourself you're right, that goes way right? back uh Yes, I am not afraid to put my phone number out there, 207-415-8340. Please, you know, call before 5 or 6 in the evening, and uh, I'll happily answer any questions and get you set up to have a fantastic motorcycling vacation. Excellent. Any last suggestions or comments before we I kick you off the phone? (laughs) Uh, I did. Number one, thank you so much. I I really appreciate the the time. And, and your podcast. I did want to um, 
touch on one extra little thing. Sure. Um, you know, I talked about the, the mission of Surf and Summit is to share our passion for motorcycling. And, and the sort of unexpected gift that I've gotten is being able to, to help people have such an awesome time. And it's not just the fact that they're motorcycling in Maine. Um, but, you know, I mentioned like a father and son came up on Father's Day weekend mm-hmm. and got to ride together. And just, you know, that's something they're going to remember their whole lives. Oh, absolutely, yes. You know, and then I think it was just last weekend, uh, three brothers, all in their 60s, who had each been riding for 40 plus years, um, had never ridden together. You know, because they're all over the country now in different parts of the country. And, and being able to help them, you know, have that first ride together was, uh, it was a really special moment. And they were oh, pretty excited nice. about it. Yeah, so it's just something, yeah, I really have enjoyed. Well, that's fantastic, Steve. I really like what you're doing there. I think it's a fantastic uh, uh, business you're running where people, because you don't really hear about that much. I mean, every sure, people can go to Eagle Rider and other yes. rental places and get a bike, but it just kind of seems a little impersonal. What you're doing is offering more of a personal service to people who are coming to an area like Maine uh, to get a bike. Thank you, Ted. I appreciate that. And since you you mentioned Eagle Rider, they are actually back in Portland. They were absent for a while. And I would just encourage you to, to maybe do a price comparison if you're considering them. They, If you want like a new Milwaukee 8, of course, Eagle Rider is the way to go. But um, yeah, I feel like we're, we offer a competitive product. That's excellent. <laughs> well, Steve, listen, I want to thank you very much for joining me here on the Motorcycle Men podcast. I wish you a lot of luck, and please keep in touch, and thank you for sponsoring the podcast. You're so welcome, Ted. Thank you for having such a great podcast. Thank you, sir. All right, take care of yourself. Ride safe now. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode 153 with my guest Steve Salos of Surf and Summit Motorcycle. So go over to surfandsummitmotorcycle.com and learn more about what he does and offers. Links to Surf and Summit will be in the show notes and on the Motorcycle Men website. Don't forget to check out our fellow podcasters whose links you will find on our links page. All of these podcasts and many more out there do great things to promote and encourage our sport and passion. So, from Timbuktu, Chris the Joker, Justin Shoes, and me, Ted Wrongway, your host, thanks for listening to the Motorcycle Man Podcast, where we say stupid crap so you don't have to. Enjoy your ride, kids. <laughs>